Hello and welcome to episode number 114 of Bill Man, the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man, where I get to report you the latest weekly news from the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL. Now, for this particular episode, it is going to be about the NHL free agency since we're basically about a quarter or a little bit more than a weekend past free agency. And I believe there are some signings that I can give you my thoughts on. So let's get started. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Carolina Hurricanes have re-signed for Jasper Faust on a two-year, $2.4 million deal. Perfectly okay with this one. Love Faust as a member of the Hurricanes. I think he's a very solid bottom six player. And I still believe he can make a strong impact. Who's actually can actually chirp in some decent offense here and there for the Carolina Hurricanes. So now to our first big one. The Las Vegas Golden Knights have signed goaltender Aiden Hill to a two-year $4.9 million AAV. Now, Aiden Hill pretty much had a really good run for their Stanley Cup playoffs and for the championship this past season. So he definitely got paid, and I really think this is a good one for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. First one, now for the next one, the Florida Panthers have signed defenseman Oliver ekman Larson to a two-year, $2.5 million AAV. Now, honestly, I think this is an okay move for me in my thoughts. The fact that it's only a one-year deal, and obviously, in my opinion, I always think one-year contracts always have the least consequences in all sports. So I actually like this a lot for the Panthers. And the Panthers are really going to need some NHL defenseman-capable players. Now, obviously, Ekman Larson's probably going to have to start off in the top two with Brendan Montour and Aaron Ekblad being out for a good chunk of the season. But once they come back healthy, I think Ekman Larson could be a really solid like top four, top six defenseman and really get back to what he was as a very good defenseman. Now, Mackenzie Blackwood signs a two-year, $2.5 million AAV with the San Jose Sharks. This one really caught me by surprise. Unfortunately, I, I think Blackwood can really make a new change of scenery as the numbers the past three seasons in New Jersey really didn't go as what he would have liked. I still think he's a young, solid goaltender in the NHL, and I believe new change, new scenery, and I believe he can really help out with the San Jose Sharks as they continue on with their rebuild. All right, I'm going to basically squash both of these together. The Carolina Hurricanes have basically re-signed goaltenders Antti Ranta and Frederick Anderson. Anderson, two years, $3.4 million AAV. And for Ranta, one-year deal, $1.5 million AAV. I don't really have too much to say about both those signings. The Hurricanes bring back both goaltenders last season. Both had strong seasons, and I still think they're good, solid goaltending for Carolina. And I still believe the Carolina Hurricanes are capable of winning a Stanley Cup. I just think there's just some piece that I think is just missing. But in terms of the goaltending, I think they can help the Hurricanes, and I just don't got too much to say. Like, it just... Really didn't surprise me. Let me put it that way. Now we got some more signings to talk about. I'm going to sort of combine these next two together with the Nashville Predators. The Nashville Predators have, res- have signed 
Luke Shen, defenseman for three years, $2.75 million AAV. And centerman Ryan O'Reilly for four years, $4.5 million AAV. I'm actually kind of confused with with the Nashville Predators because I really can't seem to tell that if they're simply trying to like blow up and rebuild the whole roster or if it's just quick retool and then get back to being competitive. I, I can't understand what Nashville's thinking of. Now, for the fact of O'Reilly, yes, I like it. Younger, still really good center depth. And he actually still very capable offense and defensive player as he did win the Selkie trophy not too long ago. And honestly, I think he, I think he'll actually be like a really fine addition for the Predators center lineup, even though they did lose Matt Duchesne in the offseason. But I'm more shocked with Luke Shen. The fact that 2.5 million AAV, I don't recall any bottom six defensemen getting paid that amount, but Luke Shen, still really solid defenseman, okay offensively, not the greatest by all means, but I think he can really be a good solid piece and blue line to the Predators lineup. Now, speaking of the Toronto Maple Leafs, since both of those players spent this past season with Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs have signed Ryan Reeves to a three-year worth $1.35 million AAV. The three year seems a little too much, in my opinion, as he is 36, 37 years of age. But Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reeves' game is just simply hits, fights, takes a penalty, doesn't score that many points, as I believe he only scored 15 points last season. But yes, he will be a protector for any of the young stars that get hit. And he will be one that you probably don't want to play against. Like, he will be that pain of a butt. So, if it was like a one-year deal worth that amount of AAV, I would have been okay with it. But I don't like the three years. I think that was a little too steep by Toronto. Next up, the Colorado Avalanche are bringing back Matt Nieto to a two-year, $900 million deal. Overall, Matt Nieto... I actually like this a lot for Colorado, getting back somebody who they're familiar with and who brought them a championship in the offseason. So not too much to say other than I really like it. Next up, the Boston Bruins have signed James Van Riemsdyk to a one-year, $1 million AAV. I really like this a lot, the fact that it's a one-year deal. And the fact that I love about it is that, you know, obviously they're the least consequences in all of sports. James Van Riemsdyk, yeah, he's not, he isn't really a shell of himself, but I still think he's, he could slide in perfectly in Boston's top nine, and they're very capable, still capable of putting up like solid points, obviously not superstar points, but overall, I really like the addition of James Van Riemsdyk on the Boston Bruins. I really think he could fit in very nicely. All right, the New York Rangers have signed forward Blake Wheeler to a one-year $800K deal. Now, Blake Wheeler, not what he once was during the days with the Winnipeg Jets as he only as he kind of did put up a little less under than 50 points. Blake Wheeler did have his contract bio by the Winnipeg Jets as the Jets are trying to make a retool. And Wheeler still does bring solid veteran depth and good solid bottom six scoring as I don't think he's really a top six player anymore. But like on a one-year deal, I'm sure he could lead young guys like Cap, Capo Caco, Alexi Lafreniere, see if we can really boost up their offense. So I like this. Next up, 
the the New York Rangers have also signed goaltender Jonathan Quick on a one-year 825k deal. I don't got too much. Another one that I just don't have too much to say other than I think Jonathan Quick will just be a good veteran goaltender for Igor Shosturkin with the Rangers. Next up, the Detroit Red Wings have signed defenseman Justin Hall on a three-year, little over $10 million contract with a cap annual hit of 3.4 AAV. Not a fan of this signing at all. I still think Steve Eiserman's one of the best general managers in the league. I'm not saying he is the best. I'm just saying one of the best. But this is the second year where Steve Eiserman has made a completely questionable move with the Ben Sherratt signing last season. Justin Hall. Justin Hall's more of a bottom six defenseman that can play maybe 17, 18 minutes a night and chirp in a little bit of offense. Now, in general, yes, he did not do well for the Maple Leafs in the postseason, and he did also became a punching bag for Leaf fans, so... I'm sure he has to be relieved that he got out of there, but that's just not a good contract overall. I, I mean, I really don't have a whole lot other than I don't like this one from Steve Eisenman. I kind of have to put this one as one of the most overrated moves he's ever done throughout his Detroit tenure. Next up, the Carolina Hurricanes have signed defenseman Dmitry Olaf to a two-year $7.75 million deal. Good signing. I really think that he can be a very... He's a really good, solid top-nine defenseman during his days with Washington and Boston. And I really think he can make an impact on Carolina's stack blue line. What does draw me concern, though, was that Carolina was in the rumors for Eric Carlson, and that also means is, is Brett Pesci the next defenseman out? I mean, we'll really have to wait and see. Like, really, only time will tell. Next up, Carson Soucy signs a three-year, $3.25 million AAV. Soucy, bit more of a solid defenseman overall. He can chirp in a tiny bit of offense here and there, but overall, Soucy, still a good young defenseman. Not a bad one by Vancouver, Seattle. No, Vancouver, sorry. Next up, the Washington Capitals have signed Max Pacioretty to a one-year, two-point. $2 million AAV. Love this deal. I look at this way of, while well, I do feel bad for Pacioretty that he came back from two ACL surgeries, uh, one with Vegas and one with Carolina, but when healthy, Max Pacioretty can still chirp in decent offense. Obviously not superstar kind of offense, but definitely decent. Now, I believe he only played like eight games last season and did score like three three or five goals out of the eight games. But, and with the one-year deal, it means if if Pacioretty's not a shell of himself or he's not 100%, then they don't have to worry about it too much. But if he is, then they will love this move a lot. All right, next up, Daniel Sprong has signed a one-year, $2 million deal with the Detroit Red Wings. I do like this move a lot. I still think Sprawn can chirp in a bit of offense as we finally saw that part of potential from the Seattle Kraken this past season. So I love how he's going to play with guys such as now newly required Alex to break it, which we will get to the trade. Dylan Larkin, Mason Raymond, Mort Sizer. Ooh, Detroit will be surprising to watch. 
Next up, the Dallas Stars have signed Matt Duchesne on a one-year, $3 million deal. Yes, Matt Duchesne was bought out. I don't know how and I don't know why. It really caught me off guard. And I'm also really having a hard time believing that the Dallas Stars offer was the best one. But he does help out Dallas's center depth and is still a really capable, good player on both ends of the ice. So overall, I like this signing a lot. Next up, the Arizona Coyotes have signed Jason Zucker on a one-year $5.3 million deal. Now, Jason Zucker, I love this a lot for Arizona as they do want to get a little bit better, but excuse me, but also flipping for pieces at the deadline. Now, love this a lot, especially the fact that it's a one-year deal, and if he puts up good numbers, hey, maybe he could be part of a trade piece for Arizona by the deadline. All right, going to try to go a little faster. Next up, Carolina Hurricanes have signed Michael Bunting on a three-year $4.5 million AAV. I I think Michael Bunting can be a very decent offensive player with the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, whether this means one of their star players has to go, but with Bunting's addition, it could help the Carolina Hurricanes boost a little more into the postseason. Now, will it, will it help him get in the Stanley Cup? We'll see, but I do like the with the decent offensive addition moves by Michael Bunting. This is a good one right there. All right, the next one involves my Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks have signed Ryan Donato for two years, $2 million deal. Perfectly fine with it. Ryan Donato is a decent bottom six forward that could chirp in a little bit of offense here and there. So I actually like this, and I really don't got too much to complain about it. All right, the next one, the Anaheim Ducks have signed Alex Kalorn on a four-year, $6.25 million AAV. Definitely an overpay right there by the Anaheim Ducks. Now, I understand that the Ducks wanted to get over the, like, get up to the cap floor, which uh, last time I checked, I believe it's right around $6 million, but I could be wrong. Now, Kalorn, I really have a feeling he's going to have a bit of a down year, the fact that he's not playing around players such as Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Victor Hedman, I could go on. So, really a big overpay by the Anaheim Ducks. Alright, next up, we got a ton of moves by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Three in a row, they have signed goaltenders Tristan Jari to a five-year, $5.3 million AAV. Alex Nijelkovic, one year, $1.5 million. And defenseman Ryan Graves on a six-year, $4.5 million deal. All right, so right off the bat, is it just me or our bottom six players are really getting overpaid big time in this free agency? Because Ryan Graves, more of a physical defense, can chirp in a little bit of offense, but he's not like top-tier offense offensively great like he's no Victor Hedman Adam Fox Kale McCarr kind of offensive defenseman really overpay by Pittsburgh I honestly don't understand this however I am okay with them with the Alex Nedeljkovic one because it's really a one-year deal and if he does well Penguins could always extend him if he doesn't do well then they could always send him back to the AHL or possibly trade him for any depth pieces now as for Tristan Jari this tells me that he's probably the Penguins starting goaltender going forward. 
not terrible one by the Penguins, but I'm also playing it more as a we'll see because I do feel like he hasn't done well in their their last playoff stints, minus this past season because they obviously didn't make the playoffs. But it's that was an interesting one by Pittsburgh. Next up, the Colorado Avalanche have signed Miles Wood to a six-year, $2.5 million AAV. The $2.5 million really caught me off guard, but six years for Miles Wood? I don't think that's the term you would rather want to give a bottom six kind of hockey player. Miles Wood, decent offensively, can chirp in 10 to 15 goals every season, but isn't like a player that would make you go like, wow, and then chirp in like 30 goals for like 180 points, that kind of thing. So really, I don't understand this one by Colorado for one bit. Next up, the New York Islanders have re-signed goaltender Ilya Sorokin on an eight-year, $8.2 million AAV. Solid signing, but Sorokin has been one of the great underrated goaltenders, but we'll see how long can he keep this good stretch with the Islanders because if we look at this two, three years from now and just say how bad of a contract was, but we'll play it by ear. Next up, the Islanders also re-signed Pierre Engvall on a seven-year, $3 million deal. Kind of an underrated one. Engvall is a solid bottom six player. Sharp and tiny bit of offense. So don't got too much to say other than just not bad overall. And next up, the Toronto Maple Leafs have signed John Klingberg to a one-year $4.1 million deal. Another one-year deal. This one just really feels more like a prove-it kind of contract overall. Next up, we have the Arizona Coyotes signing Alex Kerfoot to a two-year, $3.5 million AAV. Good solid forward overall by the Coyotes. Not a bad one. Kerfoot's decent offensively, and I know this has kind of been a theme throughout this episode, but honestly, I like this. I think Kerfoot can help out the Coyotes and be like a good veteran teacher for any of the young centers that they got or any of the young forwards. And then they could always flip him at the deadline if they wanted to for piece out, pieces. So, overall, I like this. Next up, the Detroit Red Wings have signed defenseman Shane Gossespierre on a one-year $4.1 million deal. Honestly, don't got too much to say about it. I think Gossespierre is okay defensively, but he has been solid offensively the last two seasons. So, overall, love this one a lot by Steve Iserman. Next up... The Florida Panthers have signed Evan Rodriguez to a four-year, $3 million AAV. Rodriguez, more of a decent forward every now and then. And he can actually put up uh, more of a good amount of points. Obviously not superstar by all means, but overall, we'll see how this really pans out. As of right now, I don't think this is a really bad one from the Panthers' standpoint. Next up, the Toronto Maple Leafs have signed Tyler Bertuzzi to a one-year million AAV. Bertuzzi, really underrated. And this one tells me that if he does well, he could always chirp in next free agency and really get paid. So this one's kind of a prove-it deal. And I like this. And I think Bertuzzi can slot in really solid in their top six role for the Maple Leafs this season. And next one, they signed centerman Max Domi on a one-year $3 million AAV. Very surprised that this is the similar contract he signed with last offseason with the Chicago Blackhawks. He could probably get dealt at the deadline, possibly for more asset pieces, but overall, I like this for Toronto. 
Domi's a really solid player, and I think he can really be a good contributor for the Leafs this season. Alrighty, our more signings we got to talk about. And one, the Philadelphia Flyers have signed Mark Stahl to a one-year, $1.1 million AAV. If I'm being honest, this one just feels like a whatever. Like, Mark Stahl, been a veteran defenseman throughout most of his career. Sadly, has not won a Stanley Cup, so hopefully he can soon. But I think, you know, if he does okay, then I think the Flyers can move him by the deadline. Next up, the Los Angeles Kings have re-signed Captain Anze Kopitar to a two-year, $7 million AAV. Love this a lot for the Kings that Kopitar will be around for the next two seasons. And I like the fact that he gets to stick around with the LA Kings longer and even retire as a member of them. So overall, happy and I like this for the Los Angeles Kings. Next up, the San Jose Sharks have signed Philip Zadina on a one-year $1.1 million AAV. So Zadina obviously had his contract bought out by the Maple Leafs as it really has not worked out ever since being drafted six overall back in the NHL draft of, I believe it was 2018 or 2019 off the top of my head with the Detroit Red Wings. And he's kind of shown, been shown as a bust. So I like that Zadina gets like a new change of scenery. And if he does well, he can always stick around San Jose. But if he doesn't, then he'll most likely get moved. But We'll see how this all goes out. All right, the last and final signing to talk about, the Montreal Canadiens have signed Alex Newhook to a four-year, $2.9 million AAV. Love this contract a lot for the Canadiens, especially the fact that he has basically gotten a little bit lowered and a little bit underpaid by the Canadiens. And I think Newhook has a chance to become a very solid top six, top nine forward for the Canadiens as we go along further on their rebuild. So that is it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 114 of Bill Man, the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man. Stay tuned for episode number 115. Peace.